1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 73rd Hole. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys with you. We are the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Head over to GolfOklahoma.org and check out everything that they have to offer. You will not be disappointed. Go ahead and subscribe. Make sure that you are on the email list, getting the newsletter. Also, you can listen to this podcast right there on the homepage, GolfOklahoma.org. Follow us on Twitter at the 73rd Hole. Instagram, 73rd Hole. Like, rate, subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast. Pod, gentlemen, we got some good feedback yesterday on our Ryder Cup talk. There's, I mean, the Ryder Cup talk is in full force right now. Everybody trying to decide who should get kind of those tenth, eleventh, and twelfth spots there on the back end. Captain Steve Stricker has his work cut out for him. But Sam, you brought up, you were looking on Data Golf earlier, and Data Golf kind of breaks it down who they think should uh, be the Ryder Cup, or it's not necessarily who they think, but basically what what do the numbers say over the last three months, six months, year, two years, talking about true strokes gained in that time frame, and you look at the six automatic qualifiers, you've got Morikawa, DJ, Bryson, Kepka, JT, and Schauffele. Those are the guys that we know are there. Once you get past that, it starts to get uh, – uh, a little more dicey once you get past Spieth, obviously, is going to be in. Um, Berger, according to Data golf, would be the number two guy. Right now for the Americans, uh, so which he's is
0: amazing. We had a big talk about Daniel we Berger did. yesterday, yeah. and over the last three months, Daniel Berger is almost gaining a full two shots on the field, uh, strokes gained, everything. And then if you look at the last six months, it, so the last three months is one point eight eight, uh, the last six months is one point nine three, the last year is one point nine one, and the last two years is one point eight three. So he's consistently. Gaining over a shot and a half on the field, and I, to be honest, um, I was kind of advocating against Daniel Berger just because um, I've gotten burned from him a couple times. So maybe I don't have the full picture in my mind. But going back here, I mean, he has the current form. He has, you know, the form over the past two years. I think data golf might uh, might have proved me wrong because. He's literally number 2 on on their list.
2: All you had to do is listen to me yesterday, Sam, and you would have known. <laughs> but yeah. but it, all I had to do is throw some analytics in your face and, and now we prove prove my point. Boys, so. let's
0: do this. Let's go through this uh, let's go through the top 12. Uh, of the guys, you know, the data golf has ranked. These are the data golf rankings for strokes gained on the year of the American players. So you have Jordan Speed, number one, Daniel Berger, number two, Colin Morikawa, number three, Xander Shoffley, number four, Dustin Johnson, number five, uh, Patrick Cantlay, number six, Scotty Scheffler, number seven, Webb Simpson, number eight. Bryson DeChambeau, number 9, Harris English, number 10, Justin Thomas, number 11, Brooks Koepka, number 12. Uh, and then the guys down here are Patrick Reed, Brian Harmon, Tony Finau, Cameron Tringali, Russell Henley, Kevin Streelman, Wills Alatorre, Sam Burns, Kokrak, Hoffman, Na, Palmer, Gooch, uh, and you know who's nowhere to be found is Phil Mickelson.
1: Phil Mickelson, nowhere to be found. Kevin Kisner, also nowhere to be found. I think it's interesting because I look at a guy like Webb, who Dadagoff has at number eight on this list, but I also think that context is important because this is a two-year running tally whenever we're talking about the Ryder Cup, but Webb, you look at the last year, Webb's gaining 1.83 true strokes gained, but the last six months, it's only 1. uh Part 6, 1.69. 6, 9. And then the last three months, it's only 1.18, which is the lowest of all these guys here in the top 12. So you look at uh, maybe JT. JT, the last three months, I think, is just a little bit lower, but he's an automatic qualifier, and he's definitely going to be in. So I think that it's perspective is important when you're talking about captain's picks because – be real honest with you, what you were doing twelve months ago doesn't do a lot for me if I'm the captain. I, I don't know about Webb right now. He's uh seems like a guy who should be there, but he really hasn't had his best. I mean, he played well at the Wyndham with the T seven, but he always plays well at the Wyndham. I don't know about Webb. Another yeah, I, I agree.
0: And we had that conversation. Webb, V now, Scheffler, uh we threw Kisner in there yesterday, Kokrak, and and the, the stat that jumps out to me is that Scotty Scheffler is gaining one point eight five shots over the past three months. 1.78 over the last six months. Over the last year, he's gaining 1.64, and over the last two years, he's gaining 1.58. So that's consistently over a shot and a half on the field.
1: Well, also he's getting better every incremental time. He's and, and getting
0: better. So then you got to weigh: Do you want experience in the Ryder Cup, or do you want a guy that you know it has consistently played really good golf over the past year?
2: and yeah, I mean you you can go through here and you look at some other guys for example you mentioned JT Reed's also the same way DeChambeau's even the same way where the strokes gained from a year to down to 3 months is progressively getting worse but you know like for example I look at I look at Webb and I say well I mean which one of these guys who else is playing really better than him and I scroll down I mean you know, the only person over the last 3 months who's really not in who you would say would be Kevin Stroman or crack and I'm not sure that I prefer any of them over Webb, and, you know, looking at the list, guys, I mean, I said it yesterday, I was going between the three of, I think, I believe a Scheffler, Sheffler, Webb, and Finau, and according to this, that's essentially what we got, and they're just kind of saying Finau is, they got them down him down at 15th, the uh, two players between well. them are Reed and Harmon, and so that even goes to show that, not even just because of the point status, but Patrick Reed's not even one of the top 12 players uh, for the Americans currently
0: according to Data Golf, I mean, he's ninth right now on the Ryder Cup points list. So, in
1: the Ryder Cup all, points list... All, all,
2: all 12 people ahead of him are playing better than him right now.
1: Pa- Patrick Reed is the defending champ this week. And, okay, he's not the defending champ of the Northern Trust, but he won the last time it was played here a couple years ago in 2019. Of course, where you have to get it up and down from around the green. So, still a lot to be decided so, in really? the playoffs, but uh, I think Patrick Reed could potentially have a good week at a golf course that he likes, and if he has a really good week this week, I think it might cement him as a captain's pick.
0: And real... Real quick, just to put it in perspective, you got Kisner, who's only gaining a half a shot over the past three months. That's including his win last week. Uh, and then uh, over the past six months, only .35. Over the past two years, it's .81. And so, you know... It, you would have to really want Kisner in that locker room as a glue guy. Uh, and then we drop down here to Phil. Uh, and over the past three months, he's only gaining 0.21 and that's including his win at the PGA. So uh, it, it's really how much experience. And, and so here's my question that I want to ask you guys. I Looking at this list, I would have to put fee now over Webb Simpson.
1: If, if I'm the captain with the, Ryder Cup being played at Whistling Straits this year. I think the deciding factor is style of play, and I'm going to send bomb and gouge guys more so than I am, you know, drive it down the middle, and, 280 dead straight. I, and, that's what I'm doing at Whistling Straits. And let me throw Scotty
0: Scheffler in there. I really, looking at this, I would put Scotty Scheffler, I would rank uh, Finau Simpson and Scheffler, I would rank them Sheffler, Finau, Simpson. I
2: think I would, too. We talked about this yesterday with, with course history. So you look at Whistling Straits back in 2015. Finau finished uh, tied 10th here, and he only shot one under in the final round, so he was playing really well. That, and he's probably a, a lot better player now than he was back in 2015. And but, but someone we talk about, guys, is Phil, and we talk about a horse for a course and what he is for the locker room. 2015 at Whistling Straits, finished 18th. Back in 2010, he finished 12th. And back in 2004, Phil finished, uh, where is he at? He finished, high, he finished sixth. So, I mean,
1: he likes whistling straights. Yeah, I mean that's is, a good point. I, I Phil, I think, would be a popular pick. The players would like it. Other guys, you know, just media would like it. Golf fans would He'd like it. He'd be like a player coach Is almost. it the right pick, though? I mean, seriously, I, I don't know the answer. Is it the right pick?
0: It, it, you, I trust you, Phil more than I trust Finau in singles. He has
2: the intangible. Do you trust you, Webb or Phil more? I, mean, I you,
0: trust Phil more than Webb. Yeah. I know what the data golf says. I know what the analytics say. Uh... Now, I probably, and I trust Phil more than Scheffler. It's weird because I don't know that Phil will even get the look uh, just because these guys have been playing consistently better than Phil all year. But you still, he's Phil Mickelson. You have to. Take a look at him. And if I'm the captain, I'm picking Phil Mickelson.
1: I think he will get picked. I really do. Because I think that if you leave him off for somebody else, I think Stricker knows that that puts an incredible amount of pressure on whoever that last guy is that you bring in. Oh, you left Phil off for this guy. And I think that It's very easy for Stricker to justify picking Phil, whereas let's say he puts, uh, let's say he puts Kisner on instead of Phil. Mm -hmm. That's a tougher one to justify if Kisner doesn't go out
0: and light it up. He he has to play well in the playoffs to even have a chance here. Yeah, I
1: still think I don't know, man. I. Who knows what's going on in the mind of Steve Stricker? And I think another complete wild card is, let's say, Patrick Reed doesn't play well this week or next week. Maybe he misses the cut this week, plays poorly next week. Maybe Stricker decides he's not on good form and he's a locker room cancer and decides to leave him out. That's the total wild card because that would open up another spot for somebody else.
0: So right now, you would have, like we said yesterday, the, the top six guys and then Spieth, Harris, English, we all agree are locks. I'm going through the unanimous between us three, right? Where Are we all unanimous on Spieth? We're unanimous on Spieth, unanimous yes. Unanimous on English? Yes. Yes. Are we unanimous on Berger? Yes. 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 Uh, are we three. unanimous on Cantlay? Yes. yes. So are we're we- at 10. Okay. And then that comes down to Reed, Finau, Simpson, Scheffler, and Mickelson.
2: I, I think Scheffler's guaranteed. I think he has to be there. Speaking I think Sh-
0: I think Scheffler has to be there. Okay, so then you have so then so we got one. Spot so left. then it's between Finau. Then it's between Finau, Simpson and Reed at Finau Simpson oh, Reed, Reed and Mickelson.
1: Oh man! And
0: then even so, and other I, guys think, that we I think Reed about. is a lock. I think they will pick Patrick Reed. I don't
1: think he's a lock. I he's think he's too might high going, but I yeah, don't but think he's a lock. He's too
0: high up in the Ryder Cup point stand. He's, he's ninth right now. If yeah, you had to pick I mean, right now, you have to
1: pick him. But that's why we go captains picks and we just don't go points one through twelve because I know, but because I mean, Scheffler's fourteenth like, and he's for, by look, far a look, better look, player right it's now. It's for yeah. a scenario like the Reed scenario though. If there's a guy that you need to leave off, that's why we have captains picks. How about this? I think Reed will be there, but I don't think it's a lock. I think it's like 70-30. Okay, but
0: if you average out the Ryder Cup points where he stands ninth and the data golf analytics where he stands thirteenth, that averages out to eleven.
2: Yeah,
1: it's just, again that's just the intangibles for
2: me. But with, that with averages Reed. out to the same as Scheffler, and I'm I'm going to pick Scheffler. We, we agree.
0: I agree. I agree. I I, I agree that you put Scheffler in over Reed. Um but, but we already had Scheffler in, so it wouldn't yeah. be between Reed and Scheffler. No, Sheffler. it would be between Reed. It would Reed. be
1: between Reed and Fienau or Reed and Webb or Reed and Phil. Yeah. I would pick all three of those guys over Reed.
0: <sighs> all I, three. I of need I them. to see have, what happens in the next two weeks. I have a hard time picking Reed over any of those guys. I mean, I have a hard time picking any of those guys over Reed.
1: I need to see what happens in the next two weeks because Reed, Reed has been off form if he continues to play poorly, I might leave him off on account of form and on account of his past history uh, in the team room. But if he's playing well the next couple of weeks, I think Stricker will have a really hard time leaving if him it, off. If it's, I, do, I don't envy Steve Stricker.
0: This is, if it's me and we all – well, I, I don't know if Scotty Scheffler is going to get picked. I really don't. I think that it. what I would do, I would go Scheffler, I would go Fienau, and I would go Phil. Okay, but what I think that Stricker is going to do, I think he's going to go read, uh, Webb Simpson and Finau.
1: Okay, yeah, oh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't envy Steve Stricker. Is he usually this difficult on the captain? It probably well, is. And, and I mean, he has more. Nobody has snubbed, more picks this year. He does have more picks, which I the, think the makes first it couple harder. are fairly easy, though. I mean, how many? How many has the captain had in the past? Four. Yeah, uh, well, but, well, they used to only have yeah. two. Used to only have two, and then had four for a while. Yeah, and well, now they have six.
2: Well, I mean, and you look at it. I mean, Spee's seventh, and English is it's, eighth, and we both agree that those guys it's are locks. So, yeah, I mean, it's, the Billy
0: Horschel thing, you know, where he didn't right. get in the Ryder Cup and yeah. won the FedEx Cup.
2: Well, m- back before the Billy Horschel thing, we would already he was already on the team because all that's the picks
1: already yeah. been in. I mean, that's, that's why we. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy that they used to do that. Submit the picks so early.
2: Oh, well, that's why we kept losing
1: every year because that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's There's part of it. a bunch of reasons why. There's a bunch of reasons. Year. I think another one is because they weren't drinking Clubbies in the team room. <laughs> they need Clubbies in the team room. It's a more drinkable version of the Oklahoma Staple, the Club Special, the official seltzer of slicing limes, not swings. Lemon and lime, natural flavoring, only 100 calories, has electrolytes, does not contain artificial flavor. It's perfect for a hot day on or off the golf course. Specifically formulated for golfers of every handicap. The freshest, smoothest, leanest, greenest number one seltzer in golf. Gentlemen, there was a Mid-Am qualifier yesterday in Tulsa at good old Meadowbrook Meadowbrook Country Club, uh, which rumor has it has some of the best drainage in the state, so if weather would have come through yesterday, (laughs) they'd have been able to get the groups back out there. Meadowbrook's a fine golf club. Meadowbrook's a fine golf club. It really is. I had a couple of buddies who played in it. It I
0: I was just laughing. I mean, there's some courses in Tulsa that don't.
1: No, it's 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 just it's a good design at Meadowbrook. They've designed <laughs> it to withstand the conditions, and that's what I appreciate about Meadowbrook. I had a couple of buddies playing it yesterday, neither one broke eighty, so they're not the ones we're talking about today. We're talking about Preston Williams, who Wilkins. Wilkins, Wilkins. Preston Wilkins, not Preston. T- Wilkins. Okay. Taylor Williams, Preston Wilkins. Y'all played together in OC, <laughs> did you not? Yes, we did. Okay, so I was getting them confused. Uh goes out and fires a sixty-one yesterday. The second lowest score in the field was a 67. So the only thing draining at Meadowbrook yesterday were putts off the face of Preston Wilkins putter. How about a 61 to advance to the mid-am? That is sick low.
0: I mean, P-Dub, I played a bunch of golf with him while I played at the University of Tulsa he was you know the the amateur out there that was always looking for a game and so uh P-Dub uh me Stags, my boy Frankie Yanez we always went out and would play uh most of the time at Indian Springs but P-Dub what a great guy I mean absolute uh blackout round from uh P-Dub I mean when when's he gonna wake up I hope never because that's some really good golf from a guy
1: that just has a normal job he was eight under through twelve.
2: P Dub, where where was the sixty one in college, my friend? We needed, we needed this some events, man. I, I was shooting eighty two or whatever. We needed your sixty one to back me up, so As but. as P Dub would say. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God. I, so, I mean, you talk about a straight legend, Preston Wilkins. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, congratulations to him. We, we looked it up yesterday. It's at a course in Massachusetts that I've never heard of before. So, hopefully Massachusetts is good this time of year or whenever the mid-am is. Yep. And hopefully Preston can go out there and have some fun. And hopefully he can beat, um what's the dude's name, Hagestad or whatever. The, yeah. the guy it, who claims to be an amateur and not anchor or whatever. The,
1: is it Sankity Head? Sanctity Head Golf Club, yeah, fortieth U.S. Mid Am looks like a beautiful golf course. Looks like native grass everywhere. Kind of looks link style. Well, I mean, there you I, go. I, if you if
2: you shoot sixty one, you should get to go play it, and he's going to get to. How so about this? Awesome.
1: Sanctity Head Golf Club is a private golf club with tennis and beach facilities that provide its members and their families with first rate recreational and social activities in an understated and informal atmosphere. Is that supposed to be a? Boston accent. You're telling, that's <laughs> just my north. That's just my bougie, bougie Northeast accent. Do they have lawn bowling? That's what everybody in the Northeast talks like. Do they have lawn bowling? Uh, great question. Bocce ball? Yeah, they. <laughs> we need some lawn <laughs> bowling. You? Hey, I, if you ever go to
0: Pinehurst, uh, which is in North Carolina, but more in the Northeast, a bunch, a bunch of courses up there. Like I don't know, like Philly Cricket Club, or um, you know, ironically, mean, they all have lawn bowling.
1: Go, but what is a lawn ball? You bowl yeah, on a
0: lawn. It's like a green, literally like a green type grass. But it's not with like a regular bowling ball and regular bowling pins, is no, it? No, it's like heavy, like shot put balls.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Isn't is that, that kind of what a bowling ball is? Kind of like a heavy shot put ball?
0: Yeah, kind of. You try throwing it's a little it see smaller. how well it does for you.
2: Fair <laughs> enough. And knock <laughs> <turning laughs> someone out. Didn't you go to the Northeast for the first time like three weeks ago? I did, Yeah. For the first time? And yeah. you And you know how everyone
1: up there talks? Yeah, I met everybody while I was there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> your your, your, your three-day hiatus up there was able to learn enough about the culture. Or yeah. you come here and spread. It's a small
1: place. You spread. can take a train everywhere. You can hop on a train from Washington, D.C. You're in Baltimore in 30 minutes. Philly in another 30. New York in another hour. Beautiful. Boston in another couple. I met everybody while I was there. By the way. Philly, just the greatest city of all time. Is it? We drove past it on the train, and it looked very average. It's beautiful. Looked I love it. looked very
0: average.
2: It's, um, one of the things about Philadelphia is it's so populated, but it's not built for it. You know, at least New York City's built for it. Like, Philadelphia is almost, you get claustrophobic, even yeah. more so than New York City, which well, is Well, most of
0: the time I've spent in Philadelphia is in the suburbs, though, which is, uh, they're super nice. See, and I just imagine. My See, that- favorite places to play golf, Aronimink, it ranks way up there for yeah. me. Yeah. Like Aeronomy, Marion, Pine Valley, I know is in New Jersey, but it's Philly area. All those courses, like just not even those courses. There's other courses up there, and golf is so much different up there than it is here. It's a little more casual here. It's an experience when you go play golf, even, you know, on a normal course up there in the Northeast.
1: Yeah, I've never been to Philly. I just imagine it's the type of place where you cross the city limits and you can just smell the Eagles fans. And it's just <laughs> it's a stench that's hard to get off. Like, you're just one Eagles fan, so it doesn't radiate from you too bad. But if you get in a city with a couple of million of Eagles fans, I imagine that'd be a pretty tough place to walk around.
2: Well, and also, too, I mean, they're holding up their Super Bowl ring from four or five years ago, however long it was. Your Cowboys fans over here, they got, well, you got <laughs> not got three, th- three decades, something like that. <laughs> maybe that's why it smells so bad that the, the yeah. smell of a ring is just you, you yeah, don't know what it's like to it. so the women are at team this week <laughs> hey i will say while
0: we're on my eagles our offensive line is more healthy this year we got the dude from alabama the the dog uh the dude from alabama smith from alabama the wide receiver oh, you're talking about <laughs> hurts uh, and hurts i mean that that he's rolled tied too and uh Obviously boomer sooner, but I think that hurts he'll be good. We finally got, you know, Carson Wentz's, you know, uh injury prone to ass out of there. So basically, I'm really excited as an Eagles fan this year. I think we I feel could, sorry. I think for we you. could turn
1: some heads I think this there's year. a good chance Philly could finish third in the division. Yeah, I feel sorry <laughs> for it. Get yeah. all that hope up to miss the playoffs. I mean the Giants are obviously fourth, Philly third. Probably Washington, too, and then Dallas wins the division. If Dak's healthy. If Dak's not healthy, then Washington probably wins the division. I've been watching
0: Hard Knocks. Dak doesn't look great to me.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little
0: concerned He's going to be him. slower, and now he hurt his shoulder. I know. So I'm big Ryan concerned.
1: Fitzpatrick going to win the division. Absolutely not, but Chase Young might. <laughs> That's true. Chase Young is a monster. He is a monster. An absolute monster. If Chase Young was at Carnoustie this week, folks at Carnoustie would be running scared. 100%. <laughs> Literally.
0: Especially Jean Vanderbilt.
1: By the way, Carnoustie... It ranks pretty high up on the Open Rota, right? Yeah. W- no. Women's Open this week is at Carnoustie. Carnoustie, L- love the-, the Women's Open. It's a per- you wake up, golf's on. When the golf ends, there's yeah. more golf on. You flip over to the PGA Tour. I love the Women's Open because it gives me a whole day from when I wake up to basically when I go to almost go to bed with golf. Carnoustie's the best course on the Open Rota. You think so? Yeah, I-, I think best. so.
0: It, I, I mean, St Andrews, it's the home of golf, but I mean, I mean, it, it was the first course for a reason. I mean, it's pretty boring.
1: You tee off over a hotel though. That's pretty cool. That's my point. It's
0: like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just like St. Andrews. I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would love to play it. It would probably rank up there in my top five courses just because of the history. But it, of tournaments that I want to watch, I mean, we've seen a lot of boring tournaments at St. Andrews.
3: Yeah, uh, we've
1: seen Tiger it, run away
2: with yeah, it a few Louisans. times. Won, but then we had the the playoff with that Zach Johnson one.
1: That uh, was a
2: great. That was a great open.
1: It, th- yep. It's
2: the, that's the same as just any open course. It's dependent on the weather so much. I just
0: like the finishing uh, finishing holes at Carnoustie. Oh,
2: Carnoustie's
1: a great golf course.
2: I, I think it, I think it's second in the in the rotation. I like I said I you you throw the the prestige in there with the design, so then you get a little little convoluted. But I definitely would put St Andrews number one. But I'm looking through here. I mean, I think it's better than Troon. I think it's better than uh, Royal linton St. annes I think it's better in Burkdale, I think it's better in Turnberry. Um, I think it's better than Royal St. George's. I think it's better than Muirfield. Uh, Prestwick, which they hadn't played there, and Lord knows how long. Um, Liverpool, but, right? Liverpool's another one. Yeah, where, that, where Tiger won that. Yeah, that's being there in
1: twenty twenty three.
0: So. Tiger could have putted his way around to victory there.
1: He kind of did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, he kind of did. Um, yeah, I think I would have Carnoustie at number two, but I don't think it's totally blasphemous to put it at number one. You know, St Andrews just it has the history and it's got the stuff with Tiger, part of the Tiger Slam and all that. Um, so maybe that's weighing a little too much. For me, and I, I do like the golf course, too. I think St. Andrews no, is it's a, a good design. That's not what I'm saying. I, I don't I'm think it's blasphemous. Saying, as a watching perspective. Yeah, fair I, enough. I, I like
0: Carnousie better.
1: Fair enough. Uh, a more entertainment. Nellie Korda. It's the summer of Nellie. She went in
0: this week? Yeah. No I mean, doubt. I mean, who, who, I'm not picking anyone else until I see anything different. It'd be kind of dangerous to pick somebody else at this point, wouldn't it? I agree. I, I think know. she's the most dominant woman player since uh, Annika Sorenstam.
1: Uh, I think maybe she could be. I don't know if I put her there yet. NB Park has seven majors. Yanni Singh went on a run that was pretty no, it's really insane. Lorena Ochoa was really good. stretch
0: of golf, though. No one's touching Nellie Corder right now.
1: No, but she still only has one major on the year, though. This week, I think, could help make your case. If she, goes, yeah. if she goes two majors and an Olympic gold, all in the span of, like, two, three months, I think you'd have a pretty good case that in a, a short spell... She's had the most dominant run in the women's game in a long time. And,
0: and she's the best thing for women's golf, having an American at the top of the leaderboard. America's,
1: the America's needed a, a, a woman golfer at the top of the world. There hasn't been, for a been a great time. one,
0: maybe ever. Like, I mean, like,
1: it may, well, there many, Nancy Lopez
0: back in the day. Like,
1: Well, we're the modern been, era, our lifetimes. There have been good American players on the women's side. But not side, dominant. But not dominant. Not, a, not, not a, a woman going out every week that we're like, yeah, it's it might be her in the field this week. You had,
0: whatever, Natalie Golvis and uh, yeah. the Michelle Wees for a while. I
1: mean, Michelle Wee was fine. It took her forever to win uh, a major.
0: Who else? Who, like, Morgan Pressel? uh so what, what, who else you got on your who, list? Who there? are we looking at? America. Yeah, we forgetting.
1: When you're looking
2: at oh, going longer down the road, you're looking at Mickey Wright, obviously. Right. Probably that's probably why I best. said modern era. Yeah. yeah. So then going down modern, for example, she's from Australia, but Carrie Webb was a really good yeah, player. Yeah, that's a good one. Julie Inkster, probably. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Julie I forgot Engster, about Inkster. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't really dominant though. She just had a really long career. Carrie
0: Webb was really good in college and when she was young.
2: Christy Kerr was another good player. Yeah. American. Or maybe I'm
0: thinking of Christy Kerr that was really good you know when and, she was in college um, both of them probably were
2: not she wasn't really dominant at the top of her game but Stacy Lewis is another really Stacey good Stacy Lewis that's a good, good one yeah th-
0: she's yeah Nellie Corda is probably the best american player since Stacy Lewis Probably yeah and and she's so young i mean she's got so much of her career left she, I, I mean we feel like Stacy Lewis is recent but really she was like at the top of her game when i was in high school which is like 2010 2011
1: Yeah yeah i mean that's it's a been a day or ago. two yeah. it's been a day or two yeah Tyler and i have our uh, High school reunion coming up while you're be on your honeymoon. Oh, yeah. really? Ah, yeah. go down Chick shea see some see some old crew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I got the club championship that weekend too, so it probably depends on tee time. Might not be able to make my high school reunion which, which if I'm an early tee time. Oh, the golf tournament for sure. <laughs> the golf tournament for sure. Are,
0: are high school reunions even necessary now that we have things like you know
1: Instagram and Facebook? Uh, I mean, I, I don't have an Instagram or a Facebook, so I have no idea what's happening in anybody's life. And to be honest with you, I kind of like it. But Colby I, doesn't have an Instagram or
0: Facebook because people just rip him on there too.
1: <laughs> right? If you want to rip me, if
0: you want to rip me, you can do it on Twitter. What did the guys say? The famous quote again from Twitter.
1: What did he say? He said, uh, "Oh yeah, some some not safe for work language here." But yeah, he said, uh, he said, "Imagine having the name Colby Powell." LOL. What a pathetic piece of shit loser. <laughs> Oh my! God. It was God. a response to a tweet about Texas football being
2: trash. That's just a slap in the face to your parents, Colby. I thought they had a pretty good name, right? I thought they did
1: well. I thought I'm they did even well. on
2: you. You didn't choose your name.
1: <laughs> so uh, just out of the blue, too. <laughs> oh yeah, just I, I just checked my notifications and I was like, okay, I actually got a good laugh out of it. I, I appreciated the the somewhat creativity. Um, so defending champion for the women's open, Sophia Popov. Uh, TV schedule. You want to watch it on Saturday and Sunday? You wake up and turn it on it'll be on until one o'clock our time uh it looks like on sunday saturday it'll be on until noon our time so that's why i like this golf tournament you turn it on you wake up turn tv on women's major championship golf is on you watch it conclude you turn you change the channel fedex cup playoffs are on yep and
0: so <laughs> in on that Yep, I'm 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 all the way in. As Colby uh, almost tears his ACL.
2: Yeah, I just slammed my knee. You, against little, the you our, little too much physical table. therapy to be banging your knees like God, that. We,
0: maybe we should, you know, post these podcasts on YouTube because me and Taylor just kind of sit still, and Colby's over there, you know, like a little puppy <laughs> running around. When is the last
2: time you sat still? Dude, I have
0: no
1: idea. I fidget <laughs> constantly. He's fidgeting constantly as he's talking fidgeting. about yeah. fidgeting. I've got, hey, literally, I've got his hands in my have hands. to move. The deck of cards that we use, whenever Sam <laughs> makes his picks sometimes, they're just always out open on the table, and sometimes <laughs> I just pick them up and just kind of just play with them, just <laughs>
2: shuffle them around. This, this explains where he had to go to the claw, though. He can't keep his damn hands still. He can't <laughs> over, three, right. over three yeah. footer, God dang.
1: You're right. Yeah. Putting feels good these days, boys. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll the rock. Club Just, championship right. next weekend.
2: Hurt, Rose hurt the claw brand over the weekend, though. Rose didn't I, hurt the claw I, brand. I think it over makes everyone that uses the claw a little worse. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know, because I put a uh, reminder on my phone to tell me every morning that I'm the best putter in the world. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard them talking about <laughs> Russell, Russell Henley, Henley doing that on the broadcast. Oh, yeah. 400 million times this weekend, they let us know that Russell Henley has a reminder on his phone telling him he's the best putter in the world. Well,
0: Now he needs to set a new reminder to work on his two-footers. He
1: does. He does need to do that. Why don't we do a break? Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? come back, talk about Russell Henley's chances to win the Northern Trust, as well as everyone else's. we got the full preview, DraftKings one and done, best bets, that's all coming up on the other side. Stay with us here on the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.
3: When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McCray Roofing. McCray Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McCray and the experienced team at McCray Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs.
2: was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked.
1: What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Justin Rose bringing us back in here on the seventy (laughs) third hole. Oh my god! As we prepare for the FedEx Cup playoffs, the Northern Trust this week. (laughs) Poor Justin That's Rose, hateful, man. That's Colby. You know what's bad, too? I didn't even realize it. We spent so much time talking about the American Ryder Cup team. Justin Rose is probably going to be, like, one of the last two guys that Podrick has to decide on between a captain's pick, and he three-putts 18 to miss the playoffs. Yeah. That's going to be the last thing in Podrick's head that he's seen from Justin Rose before he makes his captain picks. Yeah,
0: we got Team Europe right here. We could take a quick look at that. I mean, you have... Just
1: give us a quick rundown of the uh, automatic qualifiers, because they only have... They have fewer captain's picks. Yeah, right? so their automatic, automatic
0: qualifiers right now are john rom tommy fleetwood terrell hatton rory mcelroy matt fitzpatrick uh, paul casey victor hovlin lee westwood shane lowry so i have nine aqs so and then who data golf uh has as their best uh picks to you know uh, bobby mack no I, I, will, I will give y'all five guesses i guarantee you don't pick who is number one of the Non
1: non qualifiers. Ooh, analytical. let me throw out some Rando euros then. Go ahead, Kobe. Give got me, in front of me give me burned Weisberger. Nope. Give me pff, number, Aaron Rye. Thank no. Ryder Cup. Thomas Dietrich. Oh, thank Ryder Cup. Poulter. Yeah, Ian oh. Poulter is number one
0: uh, strokes gained of the guys that have wow. not qualified yet for the Ryder Cup team.
1: Also, how about Ian Poulter's career reputation when the hint that Taylor gave was "think Ryder Cup," and it was like, <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah. an easy one. That's an easy one. So we yeah. don't want him to be picked, but he will so be. How he will many How many picks do They have three picks, right? Uh, yeah, but Poulter's a guarantee. Poulter, so and that then leaves two more.
0: That leaves Sergio, Rose, Robbie Bob, Mack. Bobby Matt. I think Bobby Mack gets picked too. No, you got to pick Sergio and Rose. I think one of those yeah. guys
1: gets left out for Bobby Mack. There's at, no at, way. At Whistling
0: would. Straights, Bobby Mack's a bomber. There's no way you leave out... Sergio or Justin Rose for the Ryder uh, Cup? I
1: don't know, man. Neither one of those guys have been nearly as good it this year matter. as It doesn't matter. It's Mack. the
2: Ryder Cup. It doesn't matter. Uh, technically, Kobe Dadagoff has them ranked both higher. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's what we're going off of. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm season? going off of. On yeah. this season, over the last six months. Yes. Over the last... Yeah. over the la- yep. over the In the last six months, Poulter's been 1.22 strokes gained. Um, uh, Garcia's been 1.01. Rose has been 0.77. Bobby Mack, uh, 0.74.
1: Wow, okay, that's a little feel versus real, Someone
2: right below there, two guys who have been better than Rose and Bobby Mack, who we haven't mentioned, Alex Norn, and close personal friend Matt Wallace, who will
0: probably not get looked at. And over the last three months, their best player uh, of the guys that are not automatic qualifiers, other than Ian Poulter, because I'm considering him an automatic qualifier, would be Guido
1: Miliozi. Oh, yeah, Guido kind of uh, popped at Torrey, and then he disappeared a little bit once everybody started to know his name.
0: Yeah, I I still think you go with Sergio Rose and obviously Ian Poulter.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're God, their right. team
0: is so much better.
1: See, I, I completely
0: disagree. I, I don't
1: think it's better. The Americans are so talented at the top, but I don't know the Euros. It is still just they have they've rom. Got, they've, got ride, look, like, they've got rider. They've got Ryder Cup lifers. Look, look, look at the bo- just, look at
2: the bottom of the European team, and you won't think that way.
1: Oh don't worry. I what, think the what, Americans are better, but I don't think that that guarantees a win. I don't know. That, I don't know. Agreed, on the t- Westwood
2: is by far the the twenty fourth best player. He's a Ryder Cupper, though. I don't care. Oh, look at Fleetwood. Okay, is there anyone on the U- Is Fleetwood playing better than Anyone in the U.S. right now? No. Okay. Okay. He's auto. Okay. Wh- okay. I mean, like- the, the,
1: even the top of the Americans: but- Morikawa, Shoffle, DJ, Bryson, JT, Kepka, Spieth. I mean, that's, okay. s- that's Sam, seven. Sam, that,
2: we're, we've we've declared Justin Rose as an auto- as getting in. Look, basically, he's not even in the playoffs.
0: Look, look I'm going to root <laughs> for the Americans. I'm going to bet on the Americans. You're gonna bet on the Americans? Oh, absolutely! Because I'm not. Oh, gonna, well, then we know they're losing. I'm Gosh. not. <laughs> I'm not gonna root against America uh, in the Ryder Cup. But just my head and not my heart is saying, look, you got John Rahm, you got Paul Casey who's playing the best of his career, Victor Hovland who's the most consistent player on tour other than John Rahm. You have Rory McIlroy, Terrell Haddon, you know who's had kind of a down year but still a really good player, Matt Fitzpatrick. And then you have Shane Lowry, uh, who's played some really good golf over the past three months, averaging uh one point four two strokes gain on the field. Then you go down the other other automatic qualifiers are Tommy Fleetwood, which is probably their worst player, uh, and then Lee Westwood, who you know I just consider him a Ryder Cupper. And remember the last Ryder Cup, they were chanting Tommy, 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 Tommy Fleetwood, right? And so like I think that Tommy Fleetwood is a Ryder Cup type caliber player who's going to make those clutch putts when you need them obviously Ian Poulter playing great golf right now and the best one of the best Ryder Cupers of all time and then you have Sergio and Rose who I would pick for them you said Bobby Mack but I think you go Sergio and Rose uh, who have all the experience in the world and big events there normally you see some lower name players uh, on the European Ryder Cup team not this year it's big name after big name after big name
2: all right, Sam, you went on a name spree there, so I'll read off six names in a row, and then I'll read off another six names and tell me which one's better. Okay. John Rahm, Paul Casey, Victor Hovland, Rory, Terrell Hatton, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Okay. Morikawa, DJ, Shambo Kepka, JT, Zander. Coin flip. Are you kidding me? I think it's the
0: Americans, but... What do you mean? Like, John, they like, have John Rahm and Victor Hovland and, and Rory McIlroy. Oh, I'd Hatton say it's 60
2: and, for the Hatton Hatton Americans. And, Hatton and Fitzpatrick are by far the two worst out of those six. I'd say, I'd say it's Americans sixty forty. Shoffley is way better than those two. JT even playing horribly is better than them. Kepka if it's a major. over the past three months,
0: if you look at DeShambeau's numbers, Deshambo his numbers are the exact same as Terrell Hatton's. But they're the same as Victor Hovlin's too. And yeah, you- but Victor has been consistent and DeShambeau is declining.
2: What the hell does that matter? You
0: Someone just <laughs> brought that same point up earlier.
2: I, I don't understand how you could say Hov, That literally their strokes gained over the last three months are 0. .07, 0. You're 7 telling apart. Me,
0: you're telling me you trust the Shambo a lot more than Victor
2: Hovland right now? I don't trust him near as much more as you just claimed that they have such a better
1: team than the U.S. Not,
0: I don't understand. We're naming the top six guys. I called it a coin flip. How,
1: how heavily I, rated in, how heavily weighted in America's favor do you think the top six are? I think it's probably 60-40. I think it's America's the top six are better, but I don't think Not it's like that much a better. Landslide better. I, I, I think I think, I
2: think it's pretty considerably. I think Rom is playing by far the best out of them, but Morikawa was by far the second best on there. Can we all agree on that? Mm, yes. Okay. And then who, who's next after that? You going? Is, is Paul Casey playing better than than anyone else? Is Rory playing better? Paul, than is anyone?
0: Paul Casey playing better than anybody else? He's gaining two point two nine shots on the field over the past three months. Dustin Johnson's only gaining 1.64 over the past the, three months. This is a
1: big if, but if Rory can ever decide to make putts inside five feet, his ball striking numbers are getting close to Rory of old.
2: Okay, and you want, you're want talking if. about the automatic six qualifiers. Someone who will probably be in the top six when it's all said and done um, is Spieth, who's gaining more strokes than even more Cowboy is right now. So Spieth may be the second best on there. I think the American top six to seven is head and shoulders better than the Europeans right now. I think they're better. You you think that... I think they're better. Okay. Uh, go, 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 go heads go up. Go, player, heads,
0: go up. player by player. Okay. All right. I'm taking Rom over Morikawa. I agree. Okay. Then I'm taking Paul Casey over Dustin Johnson. I am
2: not. Not whistling okay. straight. Yeah, and was, then, I would I, take DJ. then I'm taking
0: Victor Hovland over uh, DeChambeau. That
2: is the biggest coin flip you can ever think of.
0: I disagree. I th- I if there's more it, it, consistent,
2: it, 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 we've all said if Deshanto is on his number one game, he cannot be beat because he's at 380. So if it's at 380 and, and hits it close, makes a putt, you can't beat him.
0: I, I give I give McElroy and Kepka a coin flip, but I'd probably go McElroy.
1: I would I would lean and in, in, in a Ryder Cup, I'd probably go Roy. I would lean okay. Roy,
0: and then Justin Thomas or Terrell Hatton. JT I, six and five. Neither J- of JT. them neither of them have played great this year. JT, uh, JT, JT no. would
2: bust his ass, and I love Terrell Hatton.
0: Yeah, JT. Okay, and then you have Shoffley. Or uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Shoffley, you got Shoffley. So an... yeah. So sixty forty, I think you about nailed it.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, Americans that, are stronger. I mean, there was one in there. I well, was there was two in there. I gave a coin flip, and one that, and, and the other one that we said, Ram Moore okay, okay, That's a let's coin Let's go flip. to the second
1: half of the. Let's the go to the second all, half. Though. But here's the problem, though: the Americans always have the better high level talent, yeah. and they still lose. Okay, then go to the but bottom. That's, but that's my point: bottom.
0: is the Europeans have a better bottom half of the no, lineup they than they've ever had? Yes, they do. Rose and Garcia suck. Dude, they don't have guys like Matt Wallace or or you know, guys that Richard Bland type guys that are playing on the European tour. All their automatic qualifiers are big names this year.
2: Okay, so go go down. All right, here. L- list by name. Okay, who's number right. who's number 7? Polter. Polter. Polter versus Spee. Spee's going to bust his ass. Okay, who's
0: I do Who's number Spieth's,
2: eight? <laughs> you Spieth, you, you Spieth just automatically think that Speeth is going to bust Spieth, Poulter's Spieth ass in the a, Ryder Cup? He's the best Ryder Cupper of all time. Speeth is pl- the second best player in the world right now. Maybe third. I don't care. It's Ian Poulter in the Ryder Cup. And he's playing the best golf he's played in two years. Well, it doesn't matter. JT and Shoffley busted you can't just be and like it. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, Poulter's going to get his ass kicked well, in the Ryder Cup. Well, that's what you Cup. did with Rahm and Morikawa. Because Rom's way better than Morikawa. Oh, my God. Give me a break. (laughs) Are you kidding me? You're telling me Rom is that much better than Morikawa than, than Spieth is to Poulter? That's the biggest load of crap you've ever it's said the on this show, Sam. It's the Ryder Cup. I'm not just damn. going based off analytics. I've seen Ian Poulter crush my dreams time and time again. All right, well, if Spieth and Poulter play in the singles, I'll bet any amount of pizzas you want on Speeth.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. You got it. Any amount of pizzas. You any got it. Of I love it. I, I love it. I don't love it because. Oh wait, who would win in that scenario? Because Sam always loses the pizza bets. So Sam bet on Poulter. That means Pete's a win. That'd be good for the Americans. Yeah. And it's a win-win for me because I'll win-win. be rooting for America. Win-win. Yeah. All right. So, and then let's, let's okay, keep go going. Go, go I, a- I hope those go. two get matched up in singles, and I hope they're all square on 18-team. I the electric.
0: You All right. So you have Shane Lowry uh, or, let's see, let me go down Burner. here, or Harris English. I, I'm going ba- – oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm going based off uh, Data Golf, right? So you go
2: uh, – Lowry and Berger.
0: No, it
2: Yeah, yeah. Both eight would be Lowry and on, on here it's Webb. Webb is eighth on here. Okay. Oh.
0: So are we going Wait, so are we going based off data that's golf? What that's what we've been, been doing right yeah. now. Okay. Yeah.
2: And speeth is um where was speeth? Oh Spieth was note one on here. So yeah, okay, so yeah, I was looking at it differently too. All right, see so let's get on the same page here. Yeah. So all right. Because that's the thing we went off automatic qualifiers who are all not in the top six and now we've gone to the best that are available.
0: All right, so let's go. Let's let's just say Shane Lowry or uh, Patrick Cantlay. I'd Cantlay. take I'm taking Cantlay.
1: I'm taking Cantlay, but he hasn't been really on okay. form, so I'm taking Cantlay. But my confidence level's not super go, go, high. Go
2: back to the go back to European, Sam. Okay. All right, here we go. We'll go. We'll go. Just head. over. Where we already went Spieth versus go, Fle- go
0: go Fleetwood against another guy.
2: I'll take I'll take
1: another guy. Yeah, me too. Whoever's another guy, I'll take over Fleetwood. Okay, Fleet, yeah. Uh, Sheff- Fleetwood or Sheff-
0: Fleetwood or Scheffler? I don't think that's an automatic.
2: It's not, but neither
0: is no, any it's match not an play automatic. event. So, I mean... It's okay. not an automatic. And then you got Finau or Scheffler or Reed or whoever they decide to pick or... Uh, Lee Westwood.
1: Fleetwood's kind of that guy who just shows up and turns it on Ryder Cup week 2 You're you, telling you, me you, remember that you had Frankie Molinari sleeping together with the Ryder <laughs> Cup trophy a couple yeah. years ago. Would you have? Would you have more
0: confidence in Lee Westwood or Tony Finau in singles? Tony Finau.
2: Uh, no, no, okay, yeah,
1: Tony Finau. Okay, okay. Look,
2: look at this. Okay, all right, but then he, l- let's. No, no, no. One second. One second. Okay, so. Lee Westwood, Justin Rose, Sergio Garcia are the three worst players of the 24 on the team.
0: Justin no Rose and who. Sergio Garcia, I want them in on my Ryder Cup team no matter what. Okay, then you'll and, lose. Okay, well, then you'll I'm lose taking... You'll the
2: Americans, which you're, I love.
0: You're, you're going to have more confidence in a guy like Patrick Reed or Harris English? I'm not picking Patrick
2: you're, you're gonna Reed. Pick, you're going to pick... I would have a lot more confidence in Harry English than I would I, any of those three. I guarantee Rose you... Rose isn't even playing this dude, week, Dude, I, gu-
0: I guarantee you that... Sergio Garcia would beat Harris English in the Ryder Cup Okay, if that
2: guy's singles, we'll do another battle on that, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, and then you have Justin Rose, and you're telling me that you would have more confidence in Scotty Scheffler than Justin Rose.
2: Yes, I saw Rose three-putt to miss the playoffs, and he's not playing this week. So, yeah. What about Webb Simpson? That's kind of a coin flip, but yeah. What I'm saying is... I, I I would say this. Westwood, Sergio... Rose, by far the three worst players out of the twenty four, And it's not even comparable. It doesn't even the other matter. People, I'll, it's I'll the Ryder Cup. It doesn't Hold matter. On. Hold Give on. me a damn Hold break. On. I'll say this. You're saying
1: you want to Hold, Hold on. Hold on. Hold I, on. Okay. Taylor. Put Schroeder put on the Taylor. damn team then. Tyler, I agree with you in what you're saying, but I definitely think that you are way too confident. I
2: Did I ever sit here and say that the U.S. was going to win by a landslide? I never did. I just say they have the better team, and they do. They had the better team, and it's not close. But that doesn't necessarily mean they'll win.
0: Okay. I, I don't think okay. You just said It's not close It's very close In my eyes About I, I, the team and, and
2: that's where we disagree Because the three The three bottom players On the European team Are by far worse Than the top 15 players On the American My point is I,
0: I would have more confidence In the bottom half Of the European lineup Than I would have Of the Americans Of the guys like Scheffler, just Simpson of Ryder like, Cup history, well, we'll, English Well then we'll agree To disagree Okay. Because we'll, it, we'll just, just sit here I, and yell at each other all day. Okay, but I'm saying Ryder Cup's different, and on your on U.S. soil, I think that, that, but, that Europeans but, but that, having big names with experience is really going to help the Europeans. You don't
2: understand. That's not My, my debate isn't sitting here that the U.S. is going to win by eight points. I'm saying that they are by far the better team, and they are. So what does by far the
1: better team mean? Are you saying saying like if they tee it up in a 156-man stroke play field? If
2: if they played the Ryder Cup 100 times over, the U.S. should win 70 times out of 30. I think you're way too
1: confident. I mean, they've been losing every other year, though. I think you're way too confident. I'm saying they should.
2: Look at the just look at the numbers. Look at They the shouldn't. Game. But you have John, you have that's the number 1 th- on point in the I was world.
0: Saying. You have Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, Terrell
2: Hatton, we, Matt Fitzpatrick. We, we just went off the top 6 and we just agreed that the US was better in the top 6. barely 60 to 40. Barely. And then okay, then we went down the bottom 6 and I, if you want to think that the bottom 6 of the Europeans is You're telling quote unquote me better? Go they ahead. have Poulter, Lowry, Garcia, Rose. Oh, oh we got we got Spieth, Berger, Can'tley. I mean, who else do you want? It's going to be Scheffler.
0: It's going to be closer than you think.
2: I don't think they're going to win by a landslide. I don't. I think You're it's going to be close. Playoffs?
1: You kidding me? <laughs> playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Shall we divert our attention to the Northern Trust? We're talking circles around ourselves uh, uh, now with the Ryder Cup.
2: Everyone, give give us your feedback. Like I said I'm not sitting here saying the U.S. is going to win by a million, but they are without a doubt the on paper better team. It I, is I like would. it is like OU playing against uh, probably the. Number 15 team in the country.
0: I'll I'll,
1: say say this. I would like to replay the biggest highlight from the 2018 Ryder Cup. Oh my gosh.
0: That is amazing. Way up
1: with an iron into the hazard.
0: (laughs) And that was hit by none other than Phil the Thrill. Phil the Thrill. Courtesy
1: of Phil Mickelson. (laughs) Let's Uh, pick him. Was that the last hole of the Ryder Cup? No, it wasn't. No, it was. was, I I don't remember. I stopped watching after we knew we we were going to lose after the first day. Yeah, it was earlier on. So, uh, anyway. Playoffs this week, FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, Northern Trust, Liberty National. Patrick Reed won the last time it was played there. Uh, big hitters usually win the first playoff event of the season. I think everybody thinks that, uh, you know, Eastlake Tour Championship, tough to win, all that. Yes, it's tough to win. It's top 30. But this is top 125. This is incredibly high strength of field. Do you have the strength of field in, in front of you, Tyler?
2: Uh, I will in about two seconds if your internet's
1: good. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, strength of field is going to be really high Ooh, this week. Oh, it is
2: high. Who's going to go first? Who wants to go
1: first? Give me uh, 827. Give me Ma- a- No, maybe
3: not
0: that high. No, screw it. 827. Give me... No, I think it's in the $800. i
3: will
0: go $1. Which direction? It's
1: very important. <laughs> I mean, very important. Oh, man, that means I was close.
0: Uh. Eight twenty eight. It's 828. Let's oh! go. It's 828. This is crap. I guessed first and he went $1. It's 828. This On is the crap.
1: Dot. On the dot,
2: 828.
1: I was guessing, That's unbelievable. I was guessing hey, from full, 900 numbers. Full. He was only
2: guessing from two.
0: <laughs> full disclosure, I meant like it's going to be lower than that I went higher. <laughs> this is
1: crap. This I meant $1, so like I think it's lower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing my fidgeting paper. Uh, all think, right. And then you pick it back up. And fidgeting. then I picked it back up. Because I needed to fidget my way through my DraftKings lineup, <laughs> uh, I don't know who finished higher in DraftKings, but I'm going first because I guess the strength to feel within a sh- shot, and then uh, and then Sa- and then Sam <laughs> one a upped shot, me. <laughs> yeah, within a shot, yeah. and then Sam one up me. So I'm going at 6,300, my cheapest option, hammering Hank Leviota. Hank oh. Leviota had a little run in June and July. He finished fifth at the Travelers, fourth at Rocket Mortgage, eighth at the John Deere. He slowed down a little bit, missed the cut at the Wyndham last week, but he missed the cut with back-to-back sixty nines. So I'm not too worried about it. I'm hoping he can refine some of that form that he had there in June and July. And at 6,300, a guy who has legitimate top ten potential, uh, if he can play the way he was playing just a couple of weeks ago, I'll take that at 6,300. Allows me to uh, top load my lineup a bit more. Samu, yeah, uh, I'm kind of on the
0: same track as you, Kobe. Going 6400, Sep Straka. The last two times we've seen him tee it up, obviously, it had uh, that 63 in the first round at the Olympics in Japan. Uh, and then, you know, he teed it up at the Wyndham, shot a 64, 67, uh, and a couple 71 or no, a 71 and a 66. So, I mean, playing really good golf right now uh, over the last two times that he teed it up. So I think that if you like current form, uh, at 6,400 might allow you to do some other things with your lineup. Sepp Straka, four top tens, 19 of 30 cuts. So I think that he could make the cut and and, and uh, allow you to do other things.
2: And whenever, whenever you're at, at the bottom of the barrel when you want to get a cheap guy, you're looking for someone who's on pretty good form, can make the cut, or has really good course history. At Liberty National, we've only had, I believe, three events here since the course opens. Fairly new course, I believe is open in the mid two thousands. So I'm going to look off a guy who's been playing well. That's uh the Stanford man himself, Maverick McNeely. I'm, I'm looking back here, guys, since the PGA championship where he missed the cut, his worst finish is thirtieth at the Travelers. And in the other five tournaments his worst finish is twenty first. So I mean he's just been playing super solid. So I, I love what I'm seeing from Maverick here, McNeely and that's prop, prop bet.
1: Prop bet for you. Higher finish out of that household this week. Maverick McNeely, Danielle King. Kang for sure Got to go, Kang. Kang. Yeah. Gotta
2: go <laughs> Kang. she's a baller yep. and then my next is a guy who oh Sam's been riding a lot this year but I'm gonna go ahead and hop on the train myself just because his name is so cool give me old Johnny Vegas 7100 wow. I, I th- like that I, I think it's a steal I mean I, I look back on the finishes played pretty good at the Olympics too finished 15th last week second at the 3M 11th back at the John Deere second at the Palmetto along with Chesson and Hadley and going back here he finished uh, 38th here in 2019 when they had the event and he also plays well this time of year. In this tournament, he's played the Northern Trust six times now and hasn't missed the cut in any appearance. So even though they float from course to course, still is able to get it around this time of year. So I really like Johnny Vegas. I think 7100 is the steal of the DraftKings lineup. I, I oh. like
0: that pick, and I'm going away from Johnny Vegas this week, maybe to my demise, because you know he's due, I think, to maybe not play as well as <clears throat> as he's been playing so, lately. So if you
1: don't have Johnny Vegas in, then you have to have Cam Smith in. You can't have a lineup the <laughs> You can't <laughs> have because i either one.
2: Earlier. And,
0: and, <laughs> and so uh, at 7,600, I like what you said about guys that play this course well and are on current form. Uh, so I'm going Billy Horschel at oh. 7,600. His last six rounds. The Open Championship in the FedEx St. Jude, He every single round he's had uh, over 1.5 shots gained on the field, uh, and uh, in 2019, he shot a pair of 67s at the Northern Trust, uh, and so in, in both those rounds gained over uh, four and a half shots on the field, so he likes this course, has some current form, likes the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, three top 10s, 18 of 21 cuts, so really good uh, cuts made right there. I think Billy Horschel at 7,600 is really good value this week.
1: I'm also going 7,600, and I'm going with the pick that I hate the most of my entire lineup. I don't like this pick. Uh, I'm, I'm making it anyway. I'm going to run out Russell Henley at 7,600, and I'm going to hold my breath and hope that he is not a total mental disaster after what took place on the back nine at Sedgefield. And he might be. He very well might be. I'm I'm taking a big risk, I feel like, by running him out. But at 7,600 – I just didn't think there was anybody in the same range that had a higher win equity than Henley. He's hitting the ball really well, but man, he tightened up on that back nine. So I acknowledge that it's risky uh, because I don't know what's going on in between the years. But the golf game is good right now for Henley, so I'll run him out at 7,600. And then my next pick is going to be a guy who finished higher than Russell Henley last week and a guy who did not win the golf tournament, another guy whose headspace could be a little sketchy. Adam Scott had about a four or five footer to win the playoff. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get it done. But Adam Scott's been really good at Liberty National. Top five finishes the last two times it was played there. He's really good at this golf course. The driving was really good last week. The iron play was really good last week. Could not get a putt to go in the hole, and he was still in the playoff. So uh, I'll run Adam Scott out at 8,400 and hope that the broomstick works a little bit better this week.
0: All right. Well, I am going to go with a guy. What if I told you a guy over his past 15 rounds – has had 12 rounds where he gained more than two and a half shots on the field. Was this a 30 for I, 30? I, I, say what, if I told <laughs> <you>? <laughs> what if I told you that this guy is only 8,500 on DraftKings this week? What if I told you he's had seven top tens on the year, only missed three cuts on the year?
1: <laughs> My guy... Cam Smith. <laughs> yep, I knew it. I mean, like, he's playing like, so no good. Way, there's no way Sam's submitting a DraftKings lineup that doesn't either have Jonathan Vegas or Cam Smith. Cam, in I
0: put Cam Smith in my DraftKings every week, and he never disappoints. He he makes cuts, and he, he you know eventually he's gonna get that win. Uh, you know, I, I really just think that you know when you look at his strokes gain, most of it's putting on the year. He's gaining point six seven putting, uh, and he's positive strokes gained in every single area. Um, I mean Cam Smith is an obvious choice at 8500 Great see, great value. Just Best. see
1: the video of him holding out one-handed? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. From,
0: left-handed only.
1: Yeah, yeah. left-handed only I from, retweeted like four, it. from like forty yards. He opened up the face and flopped it up, landed it like six feet short, and just spun it right in. Yeah. That's pretty saucy. that's pretty that's saucy. Pretty <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. It's like that's, the old
0: John Daly thing well, of him hitting one-handed bunker shots. That's a right? really
2: that's a really good drill too to chip with your left-handed. I've been doing it really like, I like it. You can do your right hand too if you want to learn how to hit uh flop shots. But nevertheless, so I'll go on. My next pick seventy seven. I think this guy has a sneaky chance to potentially win as, as a uh, kind of a dark horse bet. Mm. Uh, finished 12th here in 2019 and finished 9th uh, here in 2013 when they've had this tournament. And as a bomber fits the course, 7,700, Jason Kokrek. And he's got something to prove with the Ryder Cup, he too. He does. So, I mean, if if Kokrek goes out and has a
1: good week, he can bump himself up there and then make Stricker's job by, by, by even way, more tough. By the way, let's say he does win this week. He's in the Ryder Cup, right? That'd be three wins in 12 months.
2: Boy, man, I, we just had to debate forever of who do you pick, and we didn't even throw co-crack in the list, so I, we're, we would I, have to throw out every single person that we it got. It'd be, it be three wins in 12 months. Well, I mean, what do you do? But but the, but the European team has so much more depth. I mean, <laughs> I, so, <but. laughs> right, we're not going back, we're we're not going going back down, down that road. All right, so 8100 is my next pick. I'm, I'm looking back here, guys. I scroll, and I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I go back to the Northern Trust here last year, not at Liberty National, but just the tournament. I see a miscut. I'm scrolling all the way through all the terms he's played up until this next year. Only one cut miss since this time last year – lot better player, and he finished uh, 30th here when they had it the first time. And he's older now, a little more of a veteran. Give me Joaquin Neiman, 8,100. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think he's another steal. I think that I he had should... him at
0: the Olympics. He played well.
2: I think he should be closer to the 9,000 range. And the, the fact that he's closer to the 8,000, I think, is just really good value. I would be very surprised if Neiman wasn't there on Sunday, at least playing Sunday. I don't know if he'll have a, a chance to win. I might like – I would be more favorable to land to lay money on Kokrak to win the tournament, but I'd be more likely to lay money on Neiman to finish top 20 or something like that.
1: Yeah, this cor- the only thing that worries me with him is his chipping. His around the green game worries me a little bit, of course, where I think you might have to do quite a bit of that. But if he hits a bunch of greens, then Joaquin Neiman's always in contention when he hits greens.
0: Well, I'm going to go with a guy at 8,700, and he's going to be my winner of the tournament. He's had 10 top 10s, 19 of 21 cuts, and has not had a round where he lost shots on the field since the first round of the Travelers. And that's Paul Casey. Paul Casey... Since the Travelers is one of the hottest players on tour, and he's gaining over a shot on the field, Stroh's gained approach, which I think is going to be imperative this week. Uh, so, Paul Casey, winner of the tournament at eighty-seven hundred, I'm a little shocked he's not even in the nine thousand range.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm actually going hundred dollars cheaper for the guy who won the last time that it was played here, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed at 8600. You feel dirty? I don't. I don't think he's going to win the tournament because I've got the winner in my lineup. It's not Patrick Reed. Okay. Um, I know who's winning the tournament this week. I'm psychic. Um, Probably John Rahm, but no one's going to have him in in their draft. Wait, too expensive.
0: Yeah, too expensive. I mean, you can't afford him unless
1: you want to put unless you want to run out Sep Straka and Hank Lebiota and whoever. (laughs) Do you have somebody in six thousands? McNeely. Yeah. So let's run out McNeely, Lebiota, and Sep Straka, and then we can probably yeah, and then we can probably afford Rahm. Patrick Reed at 8600. Won here last time. Needs a good performance to solidify himself as a Ryder Cup guy. Uh, and I think doing it, of course, where he's won at will be very comfortable for him. And then at 9,100, I'm going with the cheeseburger. Just all around solid. He just, cheeseburger, he, he just, he's not thrown out any clunkers in a long time. He's been competitive. Uh, and I, I love the consistency. And at 9,100, I still feel like he just. He's not getting, he doesn't have the name recognition as still some of these other stars in the game. So he's behind guys that I don't think he should be behind right now. I don't think he should be behind Cantlay, Scheffler, Answer, Hovland. I don't think he should be behind those guys. He's been playing better golf than they have. So the value at 9,100, I'm taking burger.
0: All right, well, then I'm going to go to 9,200. I'm going to go with Patrick Cantlay. Uh, and in 2019, Patrick Cantlay uh, shot a pair of 67s uh, at Liberty National. And on the year, he's been so consistent. I mean, he went through that little slump, but I call it a mini slump because since since the uh, PGA Championship, he's been right back on form. And the last time we saw him tee it up uh, was at the FedEx St. Jude where he gained shots on the field in round four with that 67. Uh, I'm really, i going with guys that are high up on strokes gained approach, and he's gaining .65 on the field per round strokes gained approach. Uh, Five top tens, 14 of 19 cuts. I really like Patrick Cantlay at 9,200.
2: Boys, I usually don't pick someone the next event after they win a tournament, but I do a little bit of research, and I look, and I say to myself, the last time this tournament was here, this gentleman finished second, and it was kind of what I feel like was the momentum booster that got him into not – didn't get him into the President's Cup, but definitely solidified that good run he's going on. Won the FedEx St. Jude a couple weeks ago. Abe Mancer 9,400, I think, is a steal. I mean, he, he, he the only t- he's played this tournament three times. He's missed the cut the two times it hasn't been here, but the time that it was, he finished second, and he's a lot better player now than he was back then. And besides the U.S. Open where he missed the cut, I, I'm not seeing anything that is – at all. I mean, he finished 14th at the Olympics, fourth at the Travelers, going back, finished 14th at the Charles Schwab, eighth at PGA, and then second back at uh, Quail Hollow. So I, I really love A. Banzer, even though he won last time he teed it up. I don't think that'll affect him too much. And then, next guy, I would lay a lot of money on a top 10 bet on this. And... That's just because he's playing so good. That's Jordan Spieth, ten thousand eight hundred, number twelve in the world now. Since he won at Valero, he's only his worst finish is thirtieth at the PGA, and then other than that, his worst finish is nineteenth at the U.S. Open. So, I, and going back to this tournament, guys, he's played one second stat, and I lost it. He. In 2019, he finished 6th here, and in 2013, when he was a young buck, first time in the playoffs, he finished 19th. So I think he likes this place, and I would—I don't think he'll win the tournament, but I would be shocked if Speed's not in top 10, top 15 at worst.
0: Well, then I'm going to go, I'm going to stick in the 9,000s 9, at 9,600. Bryson DeChambeau, and I don't like Bryson DeChambeau normally, but I'm loving him this week because you can get him, especially for DraftKings, at 9,600, and in 2019, he... All four rounds at Liberty National gained over a shot on the field uh, in all four rounds. And the last time we saw him tee it up, obviously he he struggled in round four at the FedEx St. Jude. Uh, but the last, really, five times he's teed it up, he shot a 65 in round four of the Open. Then he went 65 at FedEx St. Jude, 66 FedEx St. Jude, 63 FedEx St. Jude. Uh, and then he shot the 74 in round four, obviously, uh, in Memphis. But he's playing really well. Strokes gained approach. Almost half a shot on the field. Strokes gained off the tee over a shot on the field. I think that's going to be really important at Liberty National. And I love the fact that he's only 9,600 on DraftKings. Only missed two cuts on the year. Seven top tens. I think his value uh, is better than those of like a, a ROM or a DJ up there on DraftKings this week.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the seventh most expensive player on DraftKings as the most expensive in my lineup. It's the guy who's going to win the tournament this week in Memphis lost 0.75 strokes putting in round three, shot 66. Round four, he lost 0.8 strokes putting, shot 66. Rory McIlroy is hitting the golf ball as well as he has hit the golf ball in a long time. If he can just putt as if he's not putting into one of the tiny practice holes on the green, Rory McIlroy should win this golf tournament. I've got him in DraftKings. I've got him in the one-and-done spoiler. I've already bet him this week at 20-to-1. I am all eggs in the Rory McIlroy basket this week. He's my most expensive at $10,000. And if Rory does get it done this week, it'll be a great week for me. It'll be a great week for you if you go see the good folks at the Spine Clinic of Oklahoma. Dr. Beecham and Dr. Brawley, both avid golfers, high-quality, individualized patient care, total, complete spine care. Dr. Beecham does non-invasive. The Spine Clinic offers the capability to approach all options before surgery. If you are needing back surgery, Dr. Brawley recently received the honor of being listed as one of the top 20 spine surgeons under the age of 40 in all of North America. Visit thespineclinicok.com, located off Broadway Extension on Britain in Oklahoma City. Uh, all right, one and done. Who we got? I already gave one of mine away, so we'll just start there. That spoiler alert. I'm taking Rory McIlroy. Uh, I. Was actually, kind of surprised I had him. Whenever I went in and looked at the sheet, I thought I'd use him earlier this year. I was pleasantly surprised to see I had not. So I'll run Rory out this week at a tournament. I think he's going to win.
0: I am going with Xander Shoffley. oh and I am going with Tony Finau. Tony
1: Finau, where he be now? Two,
2: two big names still have left. That's good. Yeah. 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 No, usually, what happens is in in these tournaments that the playoffs, for, especially for the one and done, is that. You know, someone like you, Colby, you know, not, not very many people still have Rory left and not many people still have Shoffley left. Yep, so right. if one of those guys wins, you're going to jump a lot of people because this late in the season, it's basically impossible to have a lot of, of parity right. um, because everyone is so uh, – everyone's used so many different players. And so I'll go – my next pick, you you love him, Sam, and I hope you're right on him. I, I, I've saved him for a little bit, just didn't know the right tournament to use him. I hope it's right. Your boy Cam Smith. Yep. I'm running them out. We've we got six picks left in the year, finished. I, I, one thing I don't like about Cam Smith is we, we talk about this time of year. In 2018, he finished third, and in 2020, he finished 18th. So, though, But those weren't at Liberty National. At Liberty National, 2019, he made the cut, but he finished 59th. So maybe that's a little bit of scary, but he's by far one of the best players I have left, so i got to roll with it. And then I'm going to go with another Ozzie. You, you mentioned it, Colby. Play, loves this golf course, but he had the setback last week. But he's still just playing so well, and the main thing that you mentioned was the iron play. The iron play has been so good. I got to run with Adam Scott. He's finished fifth here back in 2019, won in 2013, and made the cut back in 2009. So definitely loves this place, playing good golf. Hopefully an Aussie is hoisting the trophy come Sunday afternoon. Yeah,
1: there you go. My uh, second one and done pick this week, Sam Burns. Sam Burns has had a great summer. He's playing really good golf, uh, and... Getting down to the nitty gritty toward the end of the season. I don't have a lot of big names left. I said Rory, I don't have much else at the top of the sheet. So I'm going Sam Burns this week. I was gonna say, another guy we haven't talked about. If
2: Sam Burns wins, does he gain any consideration?
1: I mean, uh, can, he's, been, consideration,
0: he's been sure, he's yeah. and, and by the way, on data golf, their predictions uh for the FedEx Cup. Uh, they have obviously Morikawa as number one, Speed number two, Cantley number three, Harris English number four, and Rom number five of guys that are most likely to win the FedEx Cup. Uh, number 10 on that list is Sam Burns. He's ahead of the likes of Victor Hovland, Kokrak, Shoffley, Matsuyama. Yeah. So that's really impressive. Sam Burns, I didn't realize he'd be that high. And while I'm looking at this list, uh, we should note that Louis Eustazen is not playing this week.
1: The yeah. only
2: one of the 125 did not play.
1: So it's 124-man field. They don't let Justin Rose in. Not how it works. Uh, if you're not in top 125, withdrawals don't get you in. Uh, what is Louis doing this week, we think? Any guesses? Probably on the farm. Probably with the goats, farm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, little little South Africa. I don't I'm really maybe understand. Maybe resting his back. Maybe if what? he's
0: just resting before the Ryder Cup, watching himself. Or no, no, no. What no, am no, I no. saying? He's a South Africa. What am I saying? Maybe he's
1: resting up before next fall's Presidents Cup. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> what is he doing? I, maybe he's watching himself swing in the mirror because that's more enjoyable than going to Liberty National. I don't know. Maybe he knows that when he
2: finishes the second next week that
1: he'll get into the church championship anyway. How about this? Tweet us. Let us know what you think Louie's doing this week. <laughs> Best answer gets retweeted. All right. What is Louie doing this week? Yeah. Let us know, listeners. Let us know. 73rd hole listeners. Anything else? Best bets. I've got Rory. I put uh, put a small bit of scratch on him at 20 to 1.
0: I, like, I think Rory's winning this week. I like uh, Paul Casey or... Uh, you know, Cam Smith, my, another guy, uh, that I like this week. That's a little down the list. Uh, like I said earlier, I was talking about, uh, Tony Finau. I like Tony Finau this week. He's been, you know, playing decent golf and he might not be, you can get him, you know, at better odds than you can normally get Tony Finau or a guy like Shoffley. You can get some bigger names with you know, better odds.
1: That's true. Finau's number is normally unbettable because he's not a guy who wins a lot, but he is a guy who plays well quite a lot, and his number this week's down in the 55 to 60 to 1 range. It's probably the first number on Finau that's been decent in a long time. Yeah. And all it took was a a 3-month streak of terrible golf.
0: What do we think about Brooks Kepka? Data golf hates him this week.
1: I, I don't know, man. I just doesn't done, – I don't get fired up for him this week. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really consider him throwing him throwing him in my lineup. I could be wrong, you know, when he decides to focus and go all out. I mean, Kepka's proven that he can be the man, but I just don't know where his head's at. His his priorities – he he seems like he's been enjoying going and watching the fights and hanging out with Jenna and being a celebrity a lot more this summer than he has played golf. So, um, I'm not sure about his priorities heading what into is, the uh,
0: What is Ian Poulter this week?
1: Uh – British? Uh, no. I, don't, I don't know. What's <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Trick t- question? No, like in, in the Northern Trust, like what's his oh, odds? Oh, what are his odds? Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll say this about Kepka while you're pulling that up. And he finished 30th here back in 2019. And also one thing, too, we need to – the 2017 President's Cup was at Liberty National. So you could kind of look off of that a little bit if you wanted to. But hit um, in, in this event, the Northern Trust has only one finish inside the top 30. So I'm not, I'm not sure that for the value that Kepka's is really good. One guy that I'll say for DraftKings I think is a really good bet – he was playing really good last week and just let it slip away for a missed cut. But don't let it scare you away. Taylor Gooch at sixty eight hundred, I think, is a really good pick. Yeah, I, I think I think mm-hmm. he'll make the cut. And I like I said, I don't know if he'll win, but I think that he, uh, if you're looking for another guy in DraftKings up sub seven thousand, I think he's really good value.
1: How about this? I mean, just looking at the guys last week at the Wyndham, Now that was a two sixty strength of field, and this is an eight twenty eight strength of field. But Kisner's ninety to one. He was in the playoff last week. Won the playoff last week. Henley's a hundred to one. Nearly in the playoff last week. was a hundred. 125 to 1. Kevin Strelman, who was a shot back, is 125 to 1. You can get mega long odds on a guy who played well last week if you think that carries over. But you asked about Ian Poulter. He's 125 to 1 this week. What is, Kev- what is Kevin, Kevin Nall, 150 to 1 Do you this have top 10s on there? Uh, Brandon Grace, 150 to 1 this week, was also in the uh, the playoffs last week. Uh, do I have top 10s? I would love
0: an Ian Poulter top 10 bet.
1: Let's find a ah, – I can't find top 10 right now. Here we go. Top 10, Northern Trust. Let's look for Poulter. Six to one are his odds. Yeah, not, great. not great. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll say I this. I thought he might
1: be lower than yeah. that. You it's know, just, I, he's those been those playing top, better. You just don't get great odds on top 10 bets. Poulter, yeah.
2: 2019, finished 10th, missed the cut here in 2013, but finished 9th back in 2009. So, yeah. I mean, hit two of the three times he's been here has been a top 10. There yeah. you go. I, I thought about picking him in the one and done instead of the other, the two Aussies. So I'm sure Poulter will actually probably win the tournament. In all honesty,
1: I'll say this: I think Rory has a better chance to win the tournament than Poulter does to finish top ten. I'm yeah. I'm super bullish on Rory this week. Probably much more so than I should be. it's just but hard to win. Has there been any time
2: on in this show's history where one of us has a, had all the eggs in a basket and it worked? It's a great question. Brooks I don't know, Kepka, okay.
0: the first show that I ever did with y'all. Yeah. That's I picked true. Brooks Kepka. You did. The waste management. Yeah.
2: But but that was just draft you didn't have him in the one and done too, did you? Like you didn't have him everywhere. No, you didn't have him I in the don't one and I think I had him in no. that. No. one. Yeah, see, Colby's got him one and done DraftKings. He bet on him. But I, I mean But that-
0: I picked him to win, but I was saving him for you right. know, a major. Right.
2: Yeah. I uh I, I did it with Paul Casey and it it completely backfired. A
1: couple times a year you just get that feeling. Deep down, just that gut feeling that a guy's going to win. I get that I've every just, week, and it's never right. I've just got it this <laughs> week. See, I don't get it every week. Most weeks, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. But this week, I just I feel really good about Rory. So uh, good stuff. Sam, we will see you in two weeks. I'll be married. You'll be married. Yep. You'll call in during your your um, honeymoon. Don't worry. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, after Paul Casey wins this week, I'll call in.
1: Okay. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> if Paul Casey actually, <laughs> Paul Casey. That's a tough winner to pick because he doesn't win very often. So if Paul Casey wins, we will uh, we'll call and wake you up at about four o'clock in the morning wherever <laughs> you're at on the globe yeah. and make you talk about Paul Casey.
0: I mean, I will probably be on a flight to uh, Hawaii.
1: Oh At yeah, because you're flying out Monday morning, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll call you in the sky then. What time is? We'll call. We'll call six you, hour time difference. We'll call United's five hotline. Five hours. Tell them to connect us. Is it five. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's five hours. Well, maybe what,
2: but, it, when when I stayed, it was six, but there's really? you know there's different islands, so I don't know.
1: Uh, I've been there once. I was ten or twelve years old. I don't remember what time it was. I'm trying to figure out what time. What?
0: So like, if I get if it's four o'clock here, it's like almost midnight. Or four o'clock there, it's almost midnight here.
2: No, it's the opposite. Okay, so it's one. What? It's one fifty-five p.m. currently here in Hawaii. Right now, it's eight fifty-five a.m.
1: Okay, so five four, five hours. Yeah, five yeah. hours. There yeah. it is. Boy, we are stumbling over this time zone difference right now. <laughs> <laughs> why can't we God, all talk j- about this jet we all... lag? The jet lag show I do when I get back. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's beautiful. gonna be fun. It's gonna be beautiful. You'll. Uh, We'll have to make some picks for you next week since okay. you won't be here. I'll, I'll make I'm your in. one and done picks for you. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling really good about Sepstrock and Hank Leviota again next week in your one and done. Next week, give me Ian Poulter. One and done. Give me Ian Poulter and okay. then pick my next If he's in the top 70, I honestly don't know if he will be or not. Probably will. If he's he,
0: had some decent finishes, but. Actually, do this. Give me Ian Poulter this week. <laughs> one and done. Ian Poulter this week. Wait, do you really want Ian Poulter? I want Ian Poulter on my one and done Who do you want to cross
1: out for Ian Poulter, Finau or Shoffley? Cross out
0: Shoffley. Cross out Shoffley for Ian Poulter. And then give me Shoffley next week. Okay, fair enough. And then you can pick my other one.
1: Okay, fair enough. Sounds like a plan. All right, have fun. Tyler and I will be back next week. Hit us up on Twitter, at the 73rd hole, Instagram 73rd hole, and head over to GolfOklahoma.org. Check it all out.
0: Ian Poulter, how high? Oh... Nine. 13. I got to look it up. It's loading your Wi Fi's ass.
1: <laughs> I think it's your computer. My, my computer <laughs> flies. Good.
0: I mean, what is going on with this? Can thing? you not get it? Do we no, need to I look up in All right.
1: Buffering. Buffering. <laughs> buffer. Buffer. This is, this is good podcast. I here. clicked
2: on some random link that said, Is Australia closer to Hawaii than California?
1: And, is it? And I don't. I've clicked on three things. I can't find <laughs> it. It won't tell me. Ian Poulter is currently the 49th ranked player in the world. Uh, Taylor, you guessed ninth? Yes. What's your guess, Sam? Uh, Sixth. And then I guessed fifth, which is the correct answer. He's there you go. five in the official in world 13. Golf offense. By the way, I got to tell you. I changed it after I looked it up. <laughs> I got to tell y'all.
0: I'm playing Kapalua while I'm in what? Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I forgot to tell y'all that. Dude you're going to be hitting mega bombs <laughs> at Kapalua. Sam carries it like 320, 330 anyway, and then Kapalua is going to land on those ski slopes. I just hope I another. hit the
0: club face first. I'm going to play golf I'm in I'm going to say this.
1: The fact that you're able to golf
2: on your honeymoon is saying something.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're. It's just one day. She's going to ride in the cart with me. Nice. A nice like, $45 ride cart fee, which I hate those.
1: Yeah. To sit Whatever. in the cart. Yeah. It, it's it's I, worth I'm it. not a fan, but I understand why they do it. <laughs> but I'm not a fan. It's t- worth t- it. Tell
2: them you're on your honeymoon, and they'll give you a special
1: package. <laughs> it's worth it. We're, we're, I'm
0: excited. I, I, I'm i really excited to play Kapaloo. I'll, I'll do some uh, tweeting from out there for yeah. sure that day. Take some pictures. Yeah, try to, take some pictures. Try to get I, some
1: pictures that do the elevation change justice.
0: Okay.
2: It's par 73, so don't tell people what you shot. Tell them how many you were to par. Right. Relative. Is it right. really a
1: par 73? Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I didn't know that. I think, is there... I think there's is there three par threes or five par fives. I think there's. Oh, three I par love threes. that.
1: I think there's only three par threes. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't. Think they, five I'm, par five. I'm trying to remember from the old Tiger Woods games. I think That's, there's three par threes. I know the 18th was a par five. Yes,
0: I it use, is. I, my dream is to build a course of all par fives <laughs> and call it and call it Huntman <laughs> National. <laughs>
1: We're ending the show on that. We're ending the show on that. We're back next week. What's 18 times 5? 90? 90. Par 90 golf course. Par 90? Break 90, you had a good day. (laughs) Good day to
2: break 90. Dude, that is the worst course for average golfers.
1: (laughs) That's great. Oh, my gosh. Six-hour rounds. Six-hour rounds everywhere for for 15 (laughs) handicaps. All right. Great stuff. Thanks for listening to the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.